Welcome to the Atlantic Access Podcast. Now your host, Terry Parker. Thanks very much. Welcome to episode 168, featuring three very talented musicians that have come together to create The Leftovers. The band name, however, should not be confused with the literal explanation for leftovers, you know, which is, of course, food left after a meal, yada, 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 as there is nothing stale about this band and the music they make. Among Us is the name of their debut album. We're going to spin some tunes and get to know the band through the eyes of its main songwriter and guitarist. And then stick around for some bonus tracks this week. New singles from Loviette and Truce on the way. From Sussex, The Leftovers, our feature act this week. Here's the track Fumes from the album Among Us on Atlantic Access.
On Atlantic Access this week, it is a power trio from Sussex, a progressive rock trio from Sussex, something we don't hear very often. Speaking with Corey McMillan, who is the guitarist and the chief songwriter for the band. Who's in the band with you? Yeah, me and a high school buddy, Brock Jorgensen. He plays the drums. And we have a new bassist, Dale McCollum, out of Riverview. He's also in another band called The Causeways. Check him out. It's always fun to hear how bands come together, right? So you mentioned that you and Brock have been have known each other for quite a while. Is this kind of a, a long-standing musical collaboration with you guys? Yeah, especially him and I. We uh, we always used to play in high school and have little projects and always looking for the party to tear the acoustics and harmonicas, but... Uh, him and I really have a good uh, good collaboration. He he gets the music. He gets it. There's I always say there's two types of drummers. The groove guy, you can keep in the pocket, and there's a musical drummer. Mm-hmm. And Brock's very much of a musical drummer, which suits our little band. You know what I mean? It fills up a lot of space. Kind of a drummer that could uh, fill whatever it is it needs filling. Yeah, he, he grew up listening to everything, you know? Especially, uh, like, shout out to Guns N' Roses' B-Sides. He'll love that shout out, but... Uh, <laughs> yeah, Guns N' Roses and punk, but he, he wasn't afraid of pop stuff, too, you know, and he just gets the hooks. So now the third member of the band from Riverview, um, did he audition for the group? Did you guys kind of run across him before? Or? Well, it's kind of a funny story. He actually came to our first two shows and was in the crowd, and we have a little video where we, we like to get the whole crowd up on our last song. He was in amongst the crowd and came up, so he's actually standing up there with us before he even joined the band but uh no yeah dale's dale's a solid guy we never really knew him personally before but we knew he was in this other band and he he was good at bass and he liked our style music so we we reached out to him that is solid i knew there was a cool story in there somewhere fitting right in too like it's uh the transition was too easy really like we're very (laughs) fortunate so this album, you know, the response has been has been positive, actually. I've been seeing some of the numbers that you guys have been ratcheting up, and uh, the word is definitely spreading around. It's only been a month now, but usually means on the tail end of uh, many months of hard work and preparation. Yeah, we, uh, I, I had like 14 songs written or something, but uh, we narrowed it down to five, and then we threw Into the Neon Night on there, which is like probably more recent ones. But Brock was such a fan of it that we had to try and figure it out for the album. Yeah, no, we're just excited to tour it. Excited to get these songs out of the basement. Um, But honestly, like, we're already in a new writing process. So we're going to be bringing new tracks to the live shows. I'm really excited for them. You know, you work on songs for so long that, like, you kind of, you, you track them down and you release them and it's all exciting. But... I've, we've just been writing those songs and playing them probably the past half year to get them fresh in the mix is really nice. I'm going to play Cardinal. Is this like, does this have anything to do with the bird or? <laughs> no, it's kind of a longing story, I guess. And there's a background. Brock's girlfriend has a thing with a Cardinal. She got told by somebody that, you know, her sign of like future fortunes is a cardinal and she kept seeing all these little hints and anyway it was just a song title among us is the name of the debut album for the leftovers and this is cardinal on atlantic access
On Atlantic Access, it's The Leftovers. We got music from Among Us, the debut album. We just heard Arrhythmia, and we're talking with Corey, lead guitarist and chief songwriter for the band. Was it very difficult to decide on an instrumental direction for you guys? Uh, it was and wasn't. Like, I, I can sing, and our, our bass player is very confident in singing as well, but it's, it's a whole new challenge. And some of my favorite music was instrumental goes along with like Joe Pass, like it, like everything from the jazz classics to even like Russian circles and instrumental sections by Between the Buried and Me and Protest the Hero. So my genre spectrum is quite grand. No yeah. kidding, yeah. And, and how did you come across such a wide spectrum of music? Where did that interest uh, find its genesis? Yeah, I don't know. I, growing up in the country, I get raised around nitty gritty dirt band in Alabama and all the 90s country and you know when you have an older brother who's he gets influenced by punk and metallica and that bleeds down to the younger brother i guess your sound has been described as uh, genesis and black sabbath perhaps coming together and having some kind of weird love child does that make sense to you it does uh sabbath in certain areas and we're just trying to find some musical soundscapes. It's right. basically if it if it sounds musical, I'm all for it. I'm not sticking myself in a genre. If it sounds musical and rhythmic and melodic and there's potential there, I'm I'm here for it. And listening to the tracks, they have a certain authenticity to them, right? Yeah, I uh I usually write the progressions like I, I just sit up there on the couch with the guitar and bring the guys you know, maybe two or three sections of a song. But Brock writes drum parts that I just don't hear. Bass parts, I'm pretty all right in writing. Dale comes up with some good stuff, like at changes of rhythm. Brock's really good at that. He'll Progressive rock is not heard one song at a time. It really is an album concept, I think. And you got to listen through the whole thing from front to back to really get, get the handle on, on the message that's, right. that's being yeah. conveyed, eh? Yeah, yeah, we have certain themes in the album that kind of carry over from one song to the other that if you're listening closely, you'll catch. So the album was produced by Ross Cole? He's a good guy. I think he's he's his own little artist, too. He's got an album out under the artist name Ross Cola. He's a very busy dude as well. He's uh, very engaged, you know, and he's working with so many different artists. But uh, Yeah, he's always out there doing sound for bands and different yeah. venues, and he's good. He's a good uh, proponent of uh, the Moncton music scene. Right on. So was it much of a process there? Like, did you guys have to hunker down for like three days and lose sleep and all this stuff? Or No, we did it in a day. Day and a half. And it was a long day, that that first one, that's for sure. And uh, it, was, it was a whole new thing with us. Uh, I've never played guitar through headphones. Being separated from the bassist, like he was in another room, and so were my amps. And I, I never play music like that. Like, I play yeah. with two very loud amps, and I stand right in front of them, and that interaction from the speaker to the pickup, like, I feed off. Well, everything about this album is uh, is really rich. I really enjoyed listening to it, and, uh, you know, Thanks, I, I, can, uh, I can only imagine with what you shared here at the start that you are quite a pro- proficient writer. There's probably uh, lots in your goodie bag for projects to come. Yes, yeah. I got a 15-minute epic written, and the boys wanted something shorter to release out to the public, a little bit more palatable. Uh, So I wrote a six-minute single, 
and uh, I think that'll be released out here in the summer. Your your works are pretty epic. We're going to close the 10-minute epic known as Closer to Home. Gosh, a 10-minute tune from front to back, you know, is that a challenge at all, or does it just kind of flow naturally? You know what? I find it hard to write short songs, yeah. just because we're not bound by formula and i love having multiple sections and if i hear another section coming on after that i'll I'll keep it going it's a great way to tell a story Corey. thanks a lot for the leftovers and for the album among us hey cheers man thanks for having us on and this is closer to home now on atlantic access
to connect with our feature act this week, head over to theleftoverstrio.com or check out their social media pages by tapping in The Leftovers, all one word, in the search bar. Bonus tracks this week with a bit of a rock vibe. We're going to hear from Truce, Moncton bass band with Roots in Ontario. Just a little while ago, they released a new single slash music video. You want to check them out? The song is called Home, and we're going to spin that after Loviette, also with a strong following in Ontario after leaving the Maritimes a few years ago. Listeners of CBC Radio 2 will be very familiar with her catalog at this point. This is Loviette and something new called January on Atlantic Access. I could take a take away from everything, but sometimes I'm just happier living my head in the sand. So just give me a break if you let me come back again. I should be complacent instead of grasping straws falling out of my hands Taking your civility more than it is Anyone's guess I just stare in the moment And I'll be me I can't even breathe Everything was ingenuine Then what was genuine?
with Terry Parker and like our Facebook page, facebook.com backslash Atlantic Access. Access always spelled with an X.